This is an Alternerd Reality Podcast. What is up, everyone? Welcome back to the Alternate Reality Podcast, a podcast for all things nerdy, all things gaming, basically all things awesome. I'm your returning host, Chewbacca84, and joining me, here's the man that proves there is no try, only do. It is Dehooch. How are you, mate? Hey, doing pretty good. Definitely. That is great to hear, my friend. And of course, the circle is complete because we have Hebrew Hammer. How are you, mate? <laughs> I am doing pretty good. Was that an Emperor line? I don't recall that oh, one. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely! What yeah, it's talking that? about the, uh, talking about the father son Anakin uh, Luke sort of loop being conclosed. Mm-hmm. Um, in I'm, I think I'm assuming the that was Return, Return of the Jedi. Okay, yeah, Return yeah, of the Jedi. Yeah, that's why. Okay, oh, could be wrong. God. Might have been Empire, but I reckon it was Return of the Jedi. I just haven't seen those ones in quite a long time now. Yeah, I think it's when Luke shows up at the de- the second Death Star, mm-hmm. right? I think we can all agree either way it wasn't a great impression and we I shouldn't do it again. That's where we're at. <laughs> all right, let's get some shameless shilling out of the way before we get to an absolutely massive gaming news of the week. Ooh, there's a lot, especially that Square Enix thing to break down. Oh my God. <laughs> all right, so look, if you are a fan of the show, ladies and gents, the best way to promote the show is to tell your friends about it because nerds trust nerds and nerds know nerd stuff. So that definitely helps us out. <laughs> Head on over to Apple Podcasts and rate and review. I can't stress enough how much those five-star reviews help other people find the pod. And of course, if you want to join our Patreon, we do have bonus content every week. Uh, we are now crowning our second Nerd Supreme uh, from winning the Patreon uh, contest this week. Uh, which involved them kicking our butt in some Jackbox games. Mm-hmm. Uh, so head to patreon.com forward slash ANR pod as we crown Judas95, this week's alternate supreme. Congratulations, buddy. Well done. Yeah. So oh, nice, nice golf claps there. And a really yeah. unenthusiastic yeah. I- from Hebrew because <laughs> he knows what's coming. Yeah. <laughs> I can't so one of the... One of the perks of uh, winning this is that uh, we have to do or say something on air based on what you want, uh, which is exactly what he has done. Although I think he has been manipulated by forces behind the scenes to do this. <laughs> uh, but either way, we'll do this for Judas. Um, so look, it can't be anything that will get us cancelled. It can't be anything that will offend other people um, overtly. You know, you can't really not offend anyone these days. But, you know, what are you going to do? So for the next five minutes, ladies and gents... It has have to be Chew and Hooch have to tell Hebrew why Batman is the best superhero and he can only say, I agree, you're right, and I was wrong. <laughs> oh. Or not say anything. Yeah, I just remember. Oh. I cannot say anything. Or not say anything. I, so I guess that's the, that's the goal for me I and Hooch is what imagine. can we do to make you break? What can yeah. we do to make you break? I will yeah, leave. Right? So. I will leave my headphones in to be nice. I, I was. Oh, you know, you have to listen. <laughs> yeah, to I know. It. I know. That, that I goes was, without saying. I was straight up debating at one point, just being like, "I'm just gonna." No, leave. don't be a bitch. Just say, mad. just say the words. Well, just no, say the no, words. I'm, I'm going to. I, I'm not gonna say I. I I don't have I don't have to he did not work right. correctly. So we got so much to cover in this show we have to start this. So uh, ladies and gentlemen we're getting to the gaming in five minutes. If you want to skip this, you're welcome to. Five minutes starts <laughs> oh, right man. now. So Hooch, how great is Batman? Oh, Batman is amazing. I mean, I can't think of a superhero. Actually, you know what? I can't think of a character anywhere in all of Nerddom who is better than Batman. No one. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely you know, that's a pretty no good one. point. I think, I mean, Hebrew, Hebrew, let me ask this question. I mean, I would say that in a fight, like, 
There is no way that Gambit beats Batman. Like, Ooh. no way. Oh, no no way. way. Batman definitely beats Gambit in a fight, <laughs> wouldn't you say? Okay, can I respond? <laughs> you can say the words, I agree, you're right, and I was wrong. <laughs> that is... Um... <laughs> <laughs> it's physically painful for him. It's physically painful. I mean, I think that I a greater accessory as that, a superhero... Yeah. A great accessory as a superhero hero is, is definitely, I think, a utility belt fanny pack is definitely cooler than oh. a playing deck of cards, wouldn't you say? When wearing your underwear on the outside, it's nothing yeah. better than that. <laughs> uh, you know. I, I, I th- agree. I, think... <laughs> I guess. <laughs> uh, uh, something. I mean, I think I think uh, Batman and, and, and Bruce Wayne themselves are, are so, so amazing that... Uh, even Adele herself would just swoon in their presence Whoa. and would have absolutely no like she'd just That's be powerless. <laughs> I'm I'm pretty sure it's canon that uh, all of the emotion that Adele pours into the songs is because of her love of Batman and all things DC. Wouldn't you say, Hebrew? Oh yeah, I agree with with that. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, he's an inspiring guy. I mean, you have this guy standing on the forefront of wars against supernatural beings with nothing but his wits and a few dollars in his back pocket. I mean, it has to make him better than definitely a uh, pre-lobotomized Gambit, wouldn't you say? Mm, Oh, absolutely. I mean, I would dare say that even if Vision and Batman were to go toe-to-toe in any universe at any point in time, like, he would make Vision his bitch. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm not gonna argue that. I was gonna say, <laughs> I agree. you kind of, you kind of fed into Hebrew. Yeah, I, I agree. When, wait, let, let me. What was the line I, again? That I I'll, I'll give. I'll, I'll, I'll softball him one. I'll right. softball him one. Yeah, <laughs> for sure, dude. You are 100 percent right. All right, that, that, any yeah, more that, vision yeah. stuff that you guys want to talk about? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I definitely think that Batman Forever was just a superior movie to Force Awakens. Wouldn't you say, Hebrew? You could fuck off with that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even believe that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that goes past this point. Ah, <laughs> oh, he's breaking the rules. It should be like a punishment. We have to like slam a testicle at a desk drawer or something. Oh. Don't, don't follow the rules. <laughs> no, I would quit mm. the podcast before doing that. <laughs> there we go. What would, what would you rather do? Slam me nuts in a drawer or spend five minutes saying uh, nice things about Batman? I would much ra- I would spend five minutes saying anything you want about anyone rather than slamming my nuts in a gut. I still don't understand your hatred of this character. I mean, you're not going to lean it all out to tell us now because know, it's, it's five minutes of you saying. I mean, I agree. I agree that he's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. No, he he absolutely yeah. is. There's there. There's I mean, no- you have to agree that he definitely does have one of the best rogues gallery in any universe. Like as far as his his enemies, one of the most concerned. notable, absolutely, like most known. I would say. I mean, yeah, for sure. His greatest villain. Well, I I agree. I agree. He's like, well, I'd say. <laughs> yeah. I agree. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, no, what's, 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 what's Gambit's five minutes? Yeah. I mean, what's what's Gambit's like main villain? A uh, plus four card and a deck of you know? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, fuck that guy. You know, Jared. Here you go, Hebrew. Here's one. Mm-hmm. Jared Leto's Joker is better than. Fucking Gambit's worst foe. <laughs> I choose to stay silent on that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man. Boy. 
right, five minutes is done. Please. <laughs> no, it's about it's about thirty seconds left. About thirty. Hooch, yeah, anything you want to add in oh. at the uh, at the end there, man? Uh, I don't know. Just just uh, when it comes to stories and and villains mm-hmm. and comics and everything, uh, Batman rules supreme. There are no greater stories told about any hero anywhere. So, I, I mean, I think if the Snyder Cut told us anything, that uh, I think my favorite part, Hebrew, uh, was the fact that we got to see about a half hour more Batman on the Snyder Cut. <laughs> I, yes. I agree that on the Snyder Cut, he did better than he did on the original. I agree with that. that yeah. Good. Which we're definitely going to go into in the Snyder Cut episode, which we're going to do later on this week. So, okay, so I'm released. That is five minutes. All right, we'll put you out of your misery. Me. Even though I think you kind of phoned that in and broke the rules a fair bit. Uh, I think the patrons have <laughs> something to say about that. I did as best as I possibly could. There, there was one time <laughs> where I was legit about to be like, okay, well, hold, hold the fucking phone for a second. Exactly. <laughs> and that was the whole point of that. Yeah. <laughs> That's the problem with like them setting the challenge like two minutes before the show because we had like no prep time to fuck yeah. with you. And yeah. ironically, that's what Batman needs to beat everyone. It's just prep time. Yeah, that's right. Prep so. time. Yep. If only we had. If only we had. If only you had prep time or any ability whatsoever. Yeah. Oh my. <laughs> oh, wait, hey, hey, you don't hey. Get to contradict hey. it. Yeah. I agree. I agree that you All need right. prep time. <laughs> so I, I definitely need prep time. This show is literally, I don't know, four hours a week of just detailed analysis of why I should prepare for the show. Hundred yeah, <laughs> percent. All right. All right. So done. before we get into, because we're going to be cutting the we played, we saw to make room for some other things this week. I know you guys didn't play too much, but I'll quickly run down uh, what I played in case you interested anyone. I finally delved a little bit into that Hellblade. Said it was sacrifice. Do you guys mm-hmm. ever play that? Mm-mm, no. Um. Sort of a. The way they market it is kind of like a a, psycholo- a supernatural sort of thriller third person game. We sort of you know doing some very very basic combat, but your character is incredibly troubled. Basically, she has died, her family has died. She's passing on, looking for you're not quite sure whether it's revenge or trying to get like her family back or something in the afterworld uh, in the afterlife. But it's supposed to be, and it's been written by people or assisted by people who uh, work in the field of psychiatry to simulate what it's like hearing voices as someone who is like schizophrenic Mm -hmm. so like everything you're doing is like these voices going that's the wrong way wait over here you know it's like all this sort of like all at once and it's like questioning you and reinforcing you and like all all the the voices are subtly different it's yeah all the time so it's really intense in that way it's a great concept the gameplay itself is not super fun as far as the combat goes. Really repetitive. But it's interesting enough that I want to see what happens in the, the story. I feel like that would just get a little irritating after a while or tiresome at least. I think that's kind of the point, right? Imagine being that person. Mm, you know? I, yeah, that's a good point, actually. That's a good point. That's very meta. Yeah. Yeah. So that is interesting. Um, I have been watching so many StarCraft II like, pro plays recently. I don't know why I got hooked on it again, but yeah, I Yeah, it was such a random thing because you brought <laughs> yeah. that up like two weeks ago. and since I know. Then, yeah. And then it's just like whenever there's like five minutes like waiting for the next like call or something or like, yeah. you know, taking a dump. I'm just like, well, I can't it, watch porn again. It you know, also so explains like, on YouTube why I keep constantly on our YouTube channel. I keep constantly getting recommended uh, StarCraft stuff. <laughs> yeah, it would be. All I've been doing is spamming through on there is StarCraft. Yeah because usually i'm doing like show notes or editing at the same time yeah yeah um so yeah i mean uh so i dove back into that just playing through the campaign a little bit uh, I, i'm not going to finish it again but it's been really nice revisiting that world uh and i kind of am bummed that we're not really getting any 
you know, next StarCraft news. Hopefully in um, the mobile this, area, they'll come back with something. To I do with think that. something like that. Yeah. I'm sure it's going to be a bastardization of the brand. It won't be like a full RTS, but we'll see. Yeah. Um, I have no idea how to pronounce this, but it's called Dungeon of Nahulbek, the Amulet of Chaos. Uh, it's available on PC. It is basically a Dungeons and Dragons themed XCOM game. Mm-hmm. that has like very D-ish humor like it's making comments about like the barbarian and what he would do because like mm-hmm. it is each of the characters is literally the ranger the rogue the wizard like it's it's like that mm-hmm. um the comedy has a really fun vibe like they swear all the time they kind of take the piss out of how ridiculous some of these things are they reference the dungeon as the dungeon so there's a little bit kind of like meta deadpool fourth wall breaking okay. acknowledgement of what's going on is it official D&D or is it just D styling I really don't know. I need to credit... I can't remember which patron it was that mentioned it to me this week that we should play it, but um, I will go back and um, give credit. It was Mad Dog. It was Mad Dog, actually. I remember now. Um, so, yeah, I have to admit, it's been pretty good. I, okay. I like it. I don't think it's D&D endorsed, no. Uh, is it Gears Tactics level or XCOM uh, more, more level? Um, well, the combat itself, I've only given it probably a couple of hours, so I haven't had that much combat, to be mm-hmm. honest. Um, but the humor is enough that even if the fighting was a little bit more average, I'd say it's more traditional XCOM style okay. um, than it is Gears Tactics, for sure. It's much more, you know, cover-based as much as possible um, than certain characters you go out. And, uh, and yeah, they just literally rip on the dwarf the whole time. <laughs> that sounds like pretty standard for that, uh, for D&D yeah, styling. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Now, Hebrew, I have joined the levels of Privilege Wanker this week, along with yourself. Ah. Uh, I got myself an Xbox Series X. Uh, brothers, mm-hmm. we are now. That's it. <laughs> so now it has all the Pokemon. So that means, yeah, with obviously our community, when we do uh, have some big games come out this year, it doesn't matter what platform it's on, uh, mm-hmm. we can definitely play with people, which is good. What, what surprised you the most about it? Or what did you like the most? uh definitely the ui has improved so much from the previous xboxes um really i found the old ones i uh well the old ones i used to find like so busy and because i was so used to the playstation interface for just such a long time Mm -hmm. especially like ps3 ps4 that i found that because i think where did i come back in the xbox ecosystem whichever one the first one was of the last generation i can't remember that was called the x what huh the xbox Xbox one uh, yeah xbox Xbox one yeah i think it was yeah xbox one was when i came back and it was okay okay, but like it was all sort of all over the place like there was no real logic as to what was where and they weren't using tiles it was kind of all i don't know it was just a little bit clunky it wasn't as clean but it seems like they've taken a a few leaves out of the ps5 kind of interface in that sense um the new controller has like a grip on the back of it which Mm -hmm. makes that controller feel a little bit better it's a little bit lighter I got one of the USB-C plug and play kits. I will say that setting up that device um, is definitely far better than the PlayStation setup. Yes, so uh, migration of save stuff, so much better. Oh yeah. And then uh, downloading it as well, because what it does, uh, Hooch, is you can basically just go, it says, hey, if you want to, instead of typing this all out on a controller, do you just want to hook your phone up to the Xbox and then just type everything through that way? So much better. Oh, yeah. nice. Nice. Yeah. yeah. So you can literally just use your phone to set it all up and and very similar to PS5, like once it's actually set up, you can use it to manage. But yeah, I will say that like obviously having all the Game Pass stuff like right in your face and, and be very accessible um, obviously performs pretty well. It's yeah, I haven't had too much time because I only got like uh, the day before Avengers dropped. So that pushed yeah. me straight back to the PS5. Yeah. So this week I'll definitely um, keep playing over there for sure. 
Nice, nice. Uh, you mentioned the UI. Remember the Blade UI from the original Xbox 360? I do. Yes. That was fun and super busy and glad they got rid of it. <laughs> I was to say, like, that well, was my last experience with Xbox UI, actually. So. Mm. I remember the original Xbox. Uh, I made, let's say, some alterations to the uh, <laughs> operating system that, uh, yeah, I really enjoyed. But that had nothing to do with them. So, Yeah been a week uh we all played avengers we'll come to that in a little while but before we do uh dc and warner brothers came out this week and basically showed all the current movies cartoons and projects that they are working on or currently in production and uh yeah it's interesting um hooch i know you're kind of the resident dc diehard here when you tell us a little bit about what you see uh, it's a lot to actually go through uh what they've, they've released a lot of it is stuff that's already been known so yeah. you know none of that is really a surprise obviously you've got the black adam harley that harley quinn show has to have more seasons uh the mm -hmm. stuff that's on the cw was it with good Superman the and harley quinn animated oh if you haven't seen the harley quinn animated show i highly recommend I it watch it but only it is. Kaylee kuoka who does the yeah. Voice of yeah yes yeah, and it's yeah it, yeah it's hilarious okay uh, yeah so, i'll probably watch it then oh yeah kalmar from from chat uh just agreed with you so i'll, I'll have to watch it yeah, it it is so so good. Uh, Max, uh, right? It's on Max. Uh, I believe it was on. Yes, it was yeah. on DC Universe or whatever. But yes, now it is on HBO Max. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, a couple of things that stood out to me that I did, that are kind of weird are uh, uh, Bat Wheels. Um, oh yeah, know. Know. Super Pets. I know. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, the Le the League of Super Pets. <laughs> yes, the League of Super Pets. I mean, that's that's kind of kind of crazy there. Mm -hmm. um, but overall, it, it's it's I said, nothing super out there other than those two. I am curious about GCPD. And isn't that where... the one that they're kind of doing? Like it's almost like Gotham 2.0, isn't it? Yeah, kind of. But I think it's a, it's it's actually really cool because the one of the whole things I kind of like about what we haven't seen yet with anything in Gotham is you know not having have, having a Gotham where Batman exists but you're not mm -hmm. seeing it from Batman's perspective. Yeah. Right? That, to me, would be a great idea. He's like the boogeyman kind of thing. It'd be pretty incredible to have, like, GCPD, where it's basically just, like, law and order in the DC universe, like, in Gotham, where you just <laughs> yeah. have, like, is an assault victim, and it's literally them, like, tracking it back to the Batman, and they find yeah. out that he was a criminal. That's why he got the shit beaten out of him. Exactly. You know? Although it'd probably be called um, lawless and disorder. Yeah. Oh, that's what you did there. <laughs> uh, I'm interested though. Static Shock, Blue Beetle. Curious about those. You know, those two characters are pretty interesting. Although it's yet mm -hmm. another uh, black character with lightning. When it comes to Static well, I was Shock, was about to say, wasn't Static Shock like in an animated series like a long time yes. ago or something? Yes, there was an animated Static Shock series. I never okay. really watched it though, but. Yeah, it did exist. I think I saw like mm -hmm. an episode on a rerun or something, but I remember he was kind of cool just because I remember he was flying around on a trash can lid with electricity or something. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, that was kind of cool. Yeah. But yeah, so okay. That's, that's, that, as I said, what's, there's a um, bunch of stuff in there. What's Satana going to be? Is that live action or is that cartoon? What is that supposed to be? I haven't heard She's the much magician girl, about right? it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it, again, it's been stuff that's been announced, but I don't think they've given us a, a whole lot of information on it. Uh, one of the things that they did kind of mention in the uh, 
analyst and investor call that they had was that there's going to be a greater exploration in a lot of these characters and universes and we're going to we're going to live in them more we're going to see them a little more i think that's kind of what they want to do they want to lean more into the properties that they have because let's face it when it comes to dc and marvel i mean there are both things that are good about both but dc kind of has a little bit more depth for a lot of stuff mm-hmm. that they they can kind of explore within those universes those characters it, one of the things i want to point out is so you have marvel marvel has stuff that's based in real life locations right you've mm-hmm. got and most of it is in new york city how often can you do that before it gets yes we've been here before dc mm-hmm. has so many different fictional and fantasy based locations and universes and things like that that you can actually just really get super creative and have a ton of fun just exploring Mm -hmm. absolutely uh so it looks like zatanna is actually going under the bad robot banner so that means that that constantine reboot that jj abrams is working on it'll be in partnership with that so i'm assuming those two together means justice league dark yeah oh yeah that you you have to kind of go that route yeah which is pretty cool because that'll make sense kind of doing like a netflix defenders like do them all separately then bring them together for justice league dark type thing that could be pretty Mm -hmm. cool Mm -hmm. yeah um now off the back of this though we have to drop one of these off the list for this year unfortunately um because we are seeing that uh gotham knights the game is being pushed back by a year which is why we're talking about this in the gaming episode Mm -hmm. yeah it's unfortunate but uh if everything i've heard uh comes to fruition it's going to be a good decision Mm -hmm. uh so yeah so it it, i wouldn't be surprised if you started to see some more you know announcements and things about stuff like this why why it's happening Uh, yeah yeah uh, officially coming out but some more about this or some more about pushbacks from other titles uh, well, we don't have a whole lot slated outside of Suicide Squad. Yeah, that's right. You guys said there's um, no, there's now no more slated for this year because of yeah, because right? I think yeah, I think Suicide Squad was always set for a 2022. I don't think that was anything that was coming mm. this year. It was never originally data, but it was one of the first ones to declare. Yeah, it's definitely not going to be 2021 towards yeah. the end of 2020. Yeah. Um, but this one, I don't, in the back of our minds, because we saw this in I think it was September or something when we really saw it announced. It looked amazing, but like announcing and then releasing inside 12 months was always going to be ambitious for a game of that scope. And I think when you're trying to do like Harry Potter sized things at the same time, obviously it's a different uh, part of the studio, sure. But I mean, I don't think anyone really thought those games would be coming out 2021, did they? Yeah, uh, I mean, they were, I think we were all kind of hoping Harry Potter Legends hit. To, that was the one I believe that hit us the hardest when 2021, or sorry, when Harry mm-hmm. Potter Legends was announced and moved to 2022. I think all of us were like, shit. Yeah, <laughs> we were really hoping. Well, for I, that I one remember in we said in a podcast that with with so many people pushing their games out uh, to 2022 so early, we said this was Warner Brothers' years to lose. Like yeah. they had all the release titles slated. They were pretty confident at the time what they were saying. And we said, if, if they release those games, they will win 2021. Unfortunately, yeah. you know, they've just joined the rest of the crew. And I'm sure the games will be better for the extra time. I think that this cyberpunk lesson has been an important one for everyone. 
in some ways I do feel bad for these companies because I feel like, you know, 2020, 2021, if you got these titles out there and they were good, the reception and the amount of people that would play those games because they had time or because on their weekends they were forced inside, you know, you might've had a lot of people play those games that maybe don't get to in 2022 if the world starts to, you know, peak back in normality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, who knows? That may be part of the decision. Like, you know, we're starting to see everything return to normal. Nobody's going to want to play games. They're going to want to go well, do... I mean, I people who are playing that. games are already going to play some games. Well, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like, like you know, as you mentioned, like 2020 was a perfect time to release something because everyone was so hungry mm. to do anything. Yeah. That... Oh, for you, sure. You saw crazy numbers as, as a result. Mobile games that didn't do a whole lot of revenue prior shot up with that thinking as the world or the country you know especially starts reopening and people start going out and doing the things that they haven't been able to do for over a year gaming isn't going to be one of those things i'll tell you who is coming in real hot trying to fill up that slate though is square enix they had their big event streaming yesterday uh announcing all of the things they've got coming up do you guys tune in for this Unfortunately, I had to work, so I couldn't get a chance to tune in. But I was listening to, I was watching your kind of semi live stream <laughs> as you as yeah. they were going through stuff. I saw the aftermath of it. Yeah, the aftermath, meaning just while all the commentary afterwards. <laughs> yeah, the, well, the commentary and the um, with the infographs and stuff like that that people made. Yeah, there's some pretty high expectations on this one. So everyone knew it was kind of going to be the, you know, Life is Strange big announce video, which certainly that's where they spent the bulk of their time. Are you guys uh, into the um, Life is Strange games? No, not at all. I played the first one for a little bit, but I didn't really get too far in it. Yeah, I I always kind of left it because I didn't like the whole episodic thing. Like with a game like this... I just know what I'm like. I need to sit down, play through, and then move on. Because if I don't, I'll end up playing a chapter and then the next one will come out and I'll be like, oh man, I completely forgot what happened. Uh, I'll just have to start over. Mm, or I could just go and do something else instead. Do you know what I mean? Like <laughs> what I would do. So that's, to be honest, the main reason I didn't go after it. Because I didn't, I didn't really used to look at these games, these sort of very you know, story-based, minimal action. It's very much about feelings and relationships type games. Until things like Edith Finch started to really bring me around, Hooch. Or, you know, games like The Medium, like, that are starting to, like, hook me into these kind of very story-driven, you know, low-action games. Yeah, I, the the Edith Finch game especially, that, that was a very good story-driven game. Not a lot yeah. of action to it. And I could see how I, I was very similar in that mindset. But I, I think as I've gotten a little older, I've become more engaged in story and I need a good story to keep me going. If that story yeah. element isn't there, I'm not going to continue. I'm not going to come back. And similar to you, I will pick something up. But if it is episodic and I've just moved on to other things, it's very unlikely that I will circle back and pick yeah. it up again. Yeah, I think games need to have really strong narratives these days, for sure. That's right, true. Ahead. I was going to say, it looks like they've abandoned that idea anyway. So this new one is going to be coming out without the episodic format. It's just going to be, it's out, play it. And the ultimate version of this game, if you haven't played the others, might be a good place to start because uh, it's going to incorporate next-gen enhanced versions of the originals. So you get like the full collection and the new one all together. So that probably seems like the way to do that. 
Um, the music sounds pretty good from it. Um, I will say it was hilarious to see yet another emo-looking character playing an acoustic cover of a song after Last of Us 2 last year. <laughs> so I think... I hope this is a, a good game standalone because they, they addressed a lot of, like, really important things in the first couple of games from what I have seen and have read and the little bits that I played. Mm-hmm. But yeah i just hope they don't really fall into this trap of let's make everything overtly what are the top five like things i need to squeeze in to make points about society today because i think that's where games like uh detroit become human kind of fell down because they're trying to do too much of that uh too overtly with no nuance so we'll see right. no i agree i actually like detroit Sorry. I still haven't finished it. I need to give it another chance. But like those uh, sort of games are pretty heavy, like uh, yeah. Heavy Rain and, and all that sort of stuff. But Oof, Heavy Rain. Yeah. All right, so let's go through the order of what they showed. Uh, so it is the 25th anniversary of Tomb Raider. Can you believe that shit? Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> Actually, I can. <laughs> 25 years. How far we've come. Yeah. Because well, Tomb, Raider, Tomb Raider started on the first PlayStation. It sure did. Yeah, did I thought it was and on, a great a great game it for its era too because it's memed on the computer. I thought it was always the computer. That's that's the only no. way I I know it. So Tomb Raider was on PlayStation or with the jewel case for it. Interesting. Yeah, with those uh, highly pixeled uh, chesticles, which became <laughs> just the uh, the fat bait of a generation that didn't have internet at high speed at the time. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's absolutely. Something. Uh, so look, they got the animated series for Tomb Raider coming on Netflix. Uh, she's going to be crossing over into a Final Fantasy game and something else. They're releasing a a cookbook. <laughs> really? Sell, what the yeah, hell? 100%. I'm, I'm not kidding. Uh, dude, honestly, that's the coolest thing I, I I think I've seen from it. But, yeah, but, you know, like, there's a Genshin cookbook, right? I I do, and I have also there's that girl that does the um, I don't remember if she's on Instagram or Twitter, but she does the cook-alongs all the time for all of the. Uh, different meals and it's really good yeah there you go yeah See, i'm assuming there'd be one sense. for uh that's true i'm assuming there'd be one for link as well yeah that's what i mean like a zelda cookbook a genshin cookbook that I makes sense because anime cooking like, was a key feature yeah 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 100 you're right and I, I think like any kind of like um overarching anime cookbook would be super cool like a few recipes from each anime would be from really popular animes would be awesome to see what's the what's the anime food you like to eat the most uh, I mean, I mean, there's so many realistically, but because uh, they always make them look amazing. But I, I would say that the one I've seen like the most that's constantly on there is probably. Um, yeah, ramen, I, I probably like they make ramen look amazing. And I've had ramen in real life and mm-hmm. it's unimpressive. Uh, I went to a couple of ramen shops, but there are ramen's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing you see the most for sure, because it's ubiquitous in all animes are those. um those rice cakes the little triangular rice cakes oh Oh, yeah yeah you see those literally everywhere um i have never tried one of those Uh, i would i would try one i would hope that they would taste more interesting than just rice um but i I don't know so i i I really want to go to japan one day and just see how like people eat over there and just try it out because i have a feeling that they know things and cook things in ways japanese food is awesome dude japanese food is so like every aspect too i'm not big on the sashimi like the you know it's still flapping Mm -hmm. around on your plate level of fresh but you know (laughs) i love sushi rolls like i fucking destroy sushi rolls because they're amazing but that's that's it that's the only like japanese food that i that i eat have you done like teppanyaki or like uh katsu curries things like that never had them no you My need man. to find just a 
You need to find just a really good Japanese restaurant. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I from where I'm located, there just isn't great <laughs> options here. But um, yeah, I mean, like like I said, even finding like good ramen hasn't been, you know, like I haven't found that yet, and I feel like that's fairly simplistic in elementary. So yeah, yeah. I, I, and uh, to celebrate the new trilogy, because obviously we have three of the rebooted uh, Tomb Raiders now, uh, mm -hmm. they're going to be doing like a, a next gen kind of big collection of all those things together that'll be coming out very shortly. And uh, she's currently a playable character in Fortnite, apparently. And they're going yeah. to be giving her her own, like, single player style adventure where Croft Manor is going to be featuring in, like, an offshoot of Fortnite. It's really mm -hmm. odd, but uh, curious to see what it is. Yeah, I yeah, I mean, that is um, interesting to say the least. I, I will say, just out of pure curiosity, are you guys planning on playing through the Tomb Raider trilogy? Cause it wasn't as big of a deal for me. Cause like I was kind of past it whenever it came out, but that was like a huge deal whenever it came out. Right. Like Tomb Raider I, as a series, the reboot, you I, mean? Yeah. The reboot. I played through the well, first reboot. I liked it. I mean, the, the whole entirety reboot is a fantastic game. Yeah. Okay. I just didn't, I didn't get a chance to play through the second one. I started it up, but I just, other things came up and I never got a chance mm. to finish it. Then again, when I came back to it, I'm like, I don't know what's going on and I don't want to start all over. Yeah. Hebrew. It's basically an uncharted game. Yes. Oh, Okay. Yeah, a little bit less humor, but I mean, the set pieces are huge. Like, it's mm -hmm. it's really, really good. You should play the first one at least. Uh, the I think very the first second one? two aren't as good, narratively uh -huh. speaking. They're, they're the same game, um, but the first one is a, is a must-play for me. Yeah, okay. it's really good. And, I mean, if it's coming to a new console, maybe I'll try it again. It's a very pretty game. I, yeah. I, I can imagine that if you were able to really unlock all of that in, you know, 4K ooh. 120, ooh, it'd be pretty. He Hebrew, they had pretty good hair physics. <laughs> they did. Well, I mean, we'll have to see about that. I no, 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 no. They did. They, they absolutely uh, did. All right, all right. That was one of the things I that was, they really pushed. So I remember after playing that game, I was watching, do you remember the show Californication? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Love that show. Did you like it? Yeah. The show was you hilarious. haven't seen a Hebrew? No, I have no idea what California. It's is. a real bro humor show. Like it's really probably probably due to be canceled at any moment, actually, given its narrative on everything, pretty much. Um, but there is like a, in the very last series, there is this chick that's basically uh, gives a BJ in exchange for uh, a job on a movie. And when I heard that actress speak, I'm like, "Fuck, I know this voice." And I was like, "Yeah, it's Tomb Raider." Yeah. It's the chick that plays Tomb Raider. So I was like, yeah, it's amazing <laughs> nice. that hearing that voice, she just has one of those very, very iconic, like once you hear it, every time you see her in a movie, you're like, oh, it's Tomb Raider. Really? Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Isn't it basically, isn't it like a, a David Duchovny's life? It might as well be. Especially because <laughs> you have that whole sex addiction thing. Uh -huh, like, yeah, exactly. People talk about like Iron Man was built uh, for Robert Downey. Yeah. Like Tony Stark. Yeah. 100% yeah. like, that character in that show, it just sounds like Duchovny. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Now, mobile games is something Square Enix is really pivoting into. So they are doing a Just Cause mobile game. Um, it was a very big trailer. I don't know how they get into the scope of just the absolute insanity of Just Cause on mobile. Yeah. yeah. I, that's another franchise. That and Far Cry were two franchises that everybody was talking highly about and I didn't get a chance to just I never picked them up and as each game came out I just never got into it so mm -hmm. now it's it's one of those things that's it's a definite hole in my gaming library 
that I, I should probably fill at some point. Far Cry I have played. Uh, Just Cause I have not. I've never been. That's mm. not my style of game. Like, I'm not super interested in that styling. Yeah, I probably prefer Far Cry over the two, those two. Yeah. Because uh, mm-hmm. I think it's got a little bit more happening narratively. But the amount of, like, batshit crazy things you can do in Just Cause is always, like, you know, worthwhile probably more clip watching than playing for me usually so as a mobile game who knows uh hitman a game called sniper assassins is coming to mobile i have that. no idea what that is i'd play that i'll play that and yeah. then this is a weird one they're doing an an ar space invaders game that's mm. cool i mean it sounds cool like I, i'm not convinced that like ar i mean like it it, it is cool in theory and stuff like that but um i, I just don't think it's really big in the gaming space right now um but i would be interested to try it out give it a go but it's probably not going to be like amazing it has potential to be hilarious like could you imagine like you put on the ai glasses and you have to look up and you see like four large boxes above you and then an alien armada slowly moving down and sideways and then sideways and then shooting and you have to move because i think that's an amazing concept not just for the person playing it but for everyone else in the park going what the fuck is that guy doing (laughs) (laughs) that's the problem with ar everybody's looking at you going what the hell is that nut job doing yeah i know so uh yeah there's some fun uh fun idea i have i have to see what this thing's going to be because it was super light on it it was just them posting the like space invader symbol on everything so we'll see Hmm. Um, they've got this crazy really anime driven um, puzzle game uh, that went like <laughs> it's so funny the music came in just went like hyper anime mode Hebrew you would have loved it yeah it's called uh, Tushu Spell Bubble uh, from Taito so I already love it dude I already love the sound of it Tushu Spell Bubble yeah here's That's one for you Hooch. so anime do the words bubble bubble mean anything to you oh god Jesus bubble bubble Dude, that's so old what school. What the fuck is that? Uh, yeah, that's the correct uh, answer, Hebrew. So yeah. <laughs> it's a very, very old game um, that was quite popular at the time and had a couple of sequels and was you know decently popular on on console. Yeah. So uh, yeah, they're doing a new version of that. Hooch. Oh my god! Why? For a well, but it's mobile know. though, right? You said mobile. Uh, it was in the mobile section, but I don't know. Uh, there just, wasn't like a real definitive, this is the end of the mobile section. It was just kind of, I'm assuming it's mobile. That would not be a bad mobile game. I mean, they already have stuff like, was it Panda Pop or something like that that's similar to it? I guess. Yeah, we'll see. And then it came to Hebrew's favorite game, ladies and gents, uh, the Avengers presentation. <laughs> now, did either of you two actually watch the presentation? No. no I, didn't, so, I didn't need to. I was there watching Twitch chat in all of its glory, and I've never seen more snore emojis in my life. Right? <laughs> People are like, this sucks. Why are you guys still trying good. to keep this game going? Fucking good. And then you started to hear this really cool sort of drum beat come through. Mm. And then you hear a South African accent from uh, who we now know is the villain Claw, and they did the Black Panther reveal, right? Mm-hmm. Boom. Everyone's back on board. It is incredible how much license fans are willing to give a shit product because one of their favorite things is in it. Like the way that that Black Panther came out, you looked at it, even I went, I'm going to play that, right? Because (laughs) it looked really good. 
I would so, not. That, that, I would be. I like. I know they're gonna butcher the hell out of it. So like, I'm not even worried. About yeah. That. Yeah. So they've got a war for Wakanda expansion, and all of us immediately went, if they try and charge for this, they're, they're not gonna get shit. So no, apparently for all existing owners of the game, it will be a free expansion. Um, it's gonna be set in Wakanda, so there'll be a new zone you can go to soon. Um, but with how like contained all these new environments are. I don't know how big a thing that is because um, Hooch, I believe you've played through the campaign for the new Hawkeye expansion, right? That came out yesterday. Correct. Yes, I did. Now you think, okay, they said, oh, we've added in a new area and new, you know, territory and this sort of stuff. You're like, awesome. Uh How many missions was there in that whole expansion that we got to go there, Hooch? Oh my God. Okay. So I think there were two separate nodes that you can do, but one Mm. long straight mission line through one area. Yeah, the answer is one mission. That's all you get. <laughs> this whole new expansion is That's one so mission. Fucking it is stupid, really, dude. really lame. Yeah, it, that it, pisses it is. me off. And Jeez. to be honest, that new area is not very impressive looking at all. Well, no, no. it's a bleak there. wasteland. It's yeah. like the easiest thing to develop of all of the like. If you said this is a lush rainforest, like I said, like, okay, I'll give you credit. Like for yeah. Wakanda, if you do that, okay, that's difficult to animate. But rocks and dirt, bro. No. Yeah. It's like it, auto generator stuff. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. when when you even when you put the thing in performance mode or uh, the, was it graphics mode, there's really not that big of a difference except for the frame rate drops. It gets cut in half. It yeah, looks like shit. crap either way. Yeah, I was playing in the high FPS version as well. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, to not really spend a lot of time on it, um, Hooch and I both went back. We both played Hawkeye. We both uh, finished the new campaign, which took less than an hour. Didn't take that a, is yeah. fucking gross. Yeah, How long have we been long. waiting for this? For uh, this content, I dude? think Kate was like three months ago or more. Yeah, I think she was December. Jesus Christ, dude. Yeah, yep. it's. And bear in mind, this is the game that was telling us we'd have content like this every month. So oh yeah, of, like I mean, it's starting uh, way past. But yeah, yeah. It's now gross. I don't know if you guys read that interview I sent you that they did after this press conference. I I skimmed it a little bit. I caught a couple of, of notes. Uh, these guys are delusional. A hundred percent. Like telling people, oh, you know, you know, people are saying that they want the end game experiences like they're having games like this, but you know, that's not really what we're going for here, you know? And then yeah. like the person in the interview just said, so you're saying that the community needs to change its expectations. The guy's like, yeah, hundred percent. That's what he was like, fuck man, that's not how you do this. So it's just incredible. If this wasn't a Marvel IP, it'd be dead already, right? That Wakanda event, there's so much pressure. And the fact they're committing it to getting it out in summertime if they do that, there's a small glimmer of hope, I think, if they commit to these new timeframes. But the fact they've broken every timeline they've given is crazy. And the big elephant in the room, where the fuck is Spider-Man? Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Right. I would have bought it just on PC if I knew there was going to be no, no exclusive. Yeah. Yeah. You mentioned the other day what the implications are for that well if they yeah if this game folds and they haven't released spider-man by the end of it um Mm -hmm. theoretically yeah basically because it was marketed that way and you purchased it on that premise that version theoretically you could Mm -hmm. file a class action lawsuit it'd be a dumb one but you you could win it easy yeah oh yeah but i I have a feeling if that was the case yeah right before they closed shop they would probably release the shittiest version of Uh, yeah exactly life I mean, Widow is basically what felt like they already had Spider-Man developed because yeah. all of her motions feel very much like a swinging Spider-Man. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. 
so i think it's already loaded in there and and looking at hawkeye as well like the fact that his animations are all pretty much just let's copy and paste the melee of widow and replace battens with swords and then we'll take all the bow stuff from kate they've reused so much they've reused so much i mean like i don't understand do. why it took a year to get to this point and that's what they yeah. do they reuse everything over and over and over again. yeah so yeah yeah, yeah. i mean even so look, hawkeye's um, animations and stuff are very spider-man like yeah because because they're copy and paste from widow that's 100 yeah. percent why yeah yeah so look avengers yeah it's any i don't know why they hyped this particular patch so much uh i think they should have just said hawkeye's out new content still coming and then made wakanda the big thing to make a big song and dance about this was i don't know why they hyped this it's less than an hour's worth of content you know it's a new character but there's nothing to do with it maybe so. anything they can do to put themselves on the radar or try to put themselves on the radar again well, like a, you only a, in, yeah i would say in a callback to our previous conversation about developers who don't necessarily set out to make bad games but do so because they're bad developers this is a clear clear indication of that that whole interview to, to kind of call back to that he's just he's not reading the player base at all instead they're trying to shoehorn this game into something that the players aren't expecting yeah. when you make a game you have to do your market research your analysis who are you targeting what are they expecting they've missed all of those yeah mm -hmm. i would agree hey i don't think they put in that leveling change either because my hawkeye was 42 by the time i logged off yesterday oh the dude the leveling oh that's the other thing leveling change like some of the stuff that he was saying was like people they're only focusing on one or two characters like no people have maxed out a bunch of characters because there's nothing else to do that was the funny thing in that interview like they're they're really going well you know i, I think this accusation that there's not enough content this is my favorite part of the interview is mm -hmm. kind of unfair because like we've looked at it and so many people haven't even finished like one character yet it's like yeah because they stopped playing the fucking game yeah right because yeah. there was not enough reason to want to do that so anyway let's move off this we shouldn't even yes, this all please. the time but there actually was new content it's because this game should have been the biggest game of 2020 yeah it absolutely. really should have been and should have continued to be in 2021 the fact that they are going so spectacularly hard to make this a disaster is just fascinating as a yeah. case study to me really is yeah i'll give you that that's the most interesting about about the game at this point it's almost like a textbook of what not to do in game i would development. love to see like a retro um made documentary on what was happening once this game is closed down i would love you to mean see a, a post-mortem yeah ba post basically okay well then yeah yeah uh i would love to see what happened there because the behind the scenes must be fucking insane so yeah yeah mm -hmm. Uh, it, it I don't know. I mean, sometimes you get that level of environment where people just buy in wholesale to the the hype and the, and they drink the Kool Aid and all that stuff, and they all think they're trying to make something good. When the reality is, it's it's crap, and they mm -hmm. just can't understand why people don't like like it. Yeah. Well, we'll see. All right. So there's a couple other little games in there, but the way this all finished, Hebrew, I know this one got you excited, was uh, the Project Athea working title is the working title no more. You were pretty into this game. Yeah. I mean, there wasn't like a whole bunch to see. They even prefaced that whenever they uh, showed it, but I, I didn't remember this game from before. But um, yeah, they showed some uh, some gameplay at the very end of this little intro video that they had. Uh, and honestly, the gameplay looks really, really cool. It kind of reminded me of Monster Hunter, like that new uh, part of Monster Hunter with like the 
jumping with the lines and everything like mm-hmm. that. So it was like really like highly mobile gameplay. And I just had like really cool abilities. The graphics looked really good. Yeah, I, it was just very interesting. There isn't very much context to go with anything. So I'm curious what they put out in the next six months or so as far as trailers are concerned. But yeah, it looks like a really solid game. I don't know if either one of you guys were following this before at all, but um, this was the first time that, yeah, we saw some serious gameplay. I'm not sure if you watched it. I caught yeah, a little it's bit been hyped it. up for a while, right? Yeah. I, okay, what did you think of the gameplay? I mean, overall, I mean, it. it I, I'm interested. I want to see more when this this definitely comes out, and it is it is what PS5 PC, right? PS5 PC, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I think it's actually I think it's everything. No, no just PS5, may, maybe PC. just PS5 and yeah. PC. So again, okay. it's one of the it's another one of those games that's not exclusive to Sony. It's going to be Sony and PC, right? So with yeah. that, you're starting to see that that trend. Uh, continue that we were talked about before sony's yep. losing their uh, outright exclusivity the only problem i also have with games that are multi-platform like ps5 and pc is are when are we going to start seeing these games that are doing the 120 uh frames at 4k right these know, consoles right? are supposed to be able to do that if you're still doing that multi-platform development you're not going to be able to do that especially when it's on pc yeah if it's ps5 xbox series x that's one thing you're dealing with hardware that are both capable of doing that but when you have a game that you have to make sure it'll run on a pc you can't really like optimize it and push the engine as much as you possibly can because you are going to be limited by hardware well, luckily, you can do that more now with the PS5 rather than what we were limited by with the PS4 before. Yeah. Um, or the Xbox One. But well, it's, you know, it's the PC hardware I, that's going to limit agree. you, not the not the console. At, yeah, well, I, I, think, I think for the most part, you're right. But on the other end, like there are certainly like computers that like hardcore gamers have that destroy an Xbox uh, or whatever, Xbox X and PlayStation 5. Yeah, but when well, you're dealing so. with the mass market, when you want the game to be appealing, mm-hmm. you, you can't you're spec right. it that high. Yeah, yeah. Now, I, I do agree with you, yeah. yeah. There's going to be lots of interesting limiting factors now until kind of PCs catch up with Xbox and yeah. PlayStation. It's kind of a weird ladder game that they well, play. Well, yeah, yeah. You, you get that, but really what it boils down to is it's a... It's a even though you're... Whenever you have a closed environment you're always going to be able to do more on that because you know the limitations versus something like pc that's kind of the different the difficulty in where you see with android and ios where you'll see a lot of games not Mm -hmm. perform well on android because Mm -hmm. it's an open environment there's so many different hardware configurations you have with the phones out there whereas everything on ios you have a set piece of hardware for whichever phone you want right yeah, yeah, I agree. That is true. Yeah, I will say I, I do have some concerns about the next gen's ability to perform, given how hard some of those early titles. I know they're not optimized because they've just kind of like patched in performance upgrades, but I can't think of any game right now where I look at the PS4 to PS5 version and go, "Holy shit, this thing is amazing!" Because all of them seem to have like issues. Like you turn on one mode and it doesn't do a couple of things that it should, so you turn it on to performance instead, or vice versa, and you're like, "Oh." Oh, not about that. So it's a, a pretty yeah. good point you make, Hooch, is that if they keep going like this, when are we going to see it? And the fact that on the boxes, these things have like up to 8K gaming, I don't know if yeah. they can deliver considering the hardware that's in there on non-exclusives. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's that's the crappy thing about it. You know, these consoles were sold and advertised to everyone as pushing the next generation of graphics. And that's, again, not everything boils down to that. But when you tell me that's one of the selling points of the hardware that I'm purchasing and you're not delivering, that's That's disappointing. So when you can't talk about hardware and you're going to go deep, though, uh, the streaming wars continue. So we had uh, Game Pass for PC expand to include all the EA Play titles now. Uh, It's not as clean as I thought it would be, Hooch. You actually have to download an EA desktop app anyway. Yeah, I saw that. (laughs) And you have to also make sure it's linked to your, uh, was it your Microsoft or your Steam account or something? It has to be linked as well. So you have to sign in uh, both on, on the EA the origin or whatever you had to download that sign an origin make sure your account's linked that's the only way your information is going to show up in the game pass the other thing that i'm curious about that's kind of disappointing is you pay was it 15 dollars a month for game pass or something like that right isn't that what it is that's for the that's for the ultimate so you've got it on yes. pc and xbox yeah yes yes and that comes with ea play but it's- oh yeah sorry good point that's the only one that has ea play in it yes yes but yeah. on PC, you also have the option of EA Play Pro. Mm-hmm. The only difference between the two is that you only have 10 hours of play for uh, an early release access and new games on the standard EA Pass. It's the EA Pass, the EA Play Pro or whatever, that gives you all of the unfettered access to everything for $15 a month. So now that your Game Pass and your EA Play are bundled together for 15 for a PC user, do you have to spend another 15 to get the Play Pro? Or can you spend maybe another five or ten? I couldn't find anything immediately that gave me any no, indication. You have to go you have to go completely the whole hog again. I mean, See? I I canceled mine earlier this year. And the only the only thing that's really coming out that I thought about getting is either gonna be uh the Mass Effect, you know, reborn. Yep. In, in which case, you know, I'll figure that out, what I'm gonna play there. <laughs> and then it takes two, which comes out next week. They're the only two games of this year yep. from EA that I actually have any interest in. Yeah, and uh, it takes two. Is that is that PC or is that just play? That's console? everywhere. Is that everywhere? Everything? But yeah, that's okay. not just PC. It's everything. It's everything. Okay. Well, no, I bet I meant it was included on PC or if it's just console. So it's everything. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. it's it's, no... it's it's a weird system by itself because yeah. of the whole you have to play it with a friend, no options. Yeah, I guess the the thing that I find weird is. Because there's no, there's only EA Play Pro on PC. I'm wondering if EA was just saying, well, look, those players are going to keep paying for EA Plus, EA Pro. This will give us new players to on console as well, which leads into a point that I made previously. Microsoft and EA had a deal. That's why you have this on console. This is that's why this is on Xbox. Of course. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, no. it, it makes They're, sense. Yeah, uh, uh, was it Jorgensen, I think, is one of the execs at EA clearly came out and said, yeah, we cut a deal. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And that, that's the thing. I think you're right. I think people who are subbed to the EA on that platform are going to stay that way. And I don't. Th- I think if you're going to go the EA membership, to be honest, you either go the big one or nothing. Otherwise, like yeah. if you didn't factor in Game Pass, because the basic one kind of sucked in comparison. And it was only like another couple of bucks more a month to get everything including every EA game when it comes out, you get it included. 
mm-hmm. um, day one, it's like, yeah, well, of course, I'll do that. Um, in years where EA is releasing multiple games, this year is just a, a barren wasteland for them, really, so far. Yeah. yeah. You still have access to sports the sports games. Yeah. You still have access to the library. I think Squadrons is coming to EA Play, right? Uh, yeah, it this is, week, yeah. yeah, Game Pass yeah. is going to be on there as well. So if you've got yeah. Game Pass, you get it. Because that, that is the beautiful thing is that eventually all games that are EA Play Pro will be grandfathered into EA Play. Yeah. So in other words, every EA game, let's say 12 months down the road at the latest, you'll be playing for free on Game Pass, which is outstanding. Um, I'll be curious to see how far they take that um because they're Call of Duty, aren't they? Or is it Activision? No, Activision remember. is Call of Duty. That's, they're that's their shooter. Battlefield. 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 Yeah. I'll be I'll be curious to see what they do with Battlefield in regards to Game Pass. I really will. Yeah. Uh are you familiar with the Burnout series? Did you play Burnout? A long time ago, but yeah. I know did Burnout. You, did you play Burnout? Was it, it Paradise? I think was the last one. Yeah, yeah. That was the better one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm just curious if that looks like on the Xbox Series X now. Because they came out with uh, a remastered version. Yeah, I can have a look at some stage. I mean, I gotta go play something on there this week. Just to, <laughs> just to say I did, you know. <laughs> now uh so that's 60 new games for game pass on the pc and then playstation said oh we gotta do something guys let's uh let's make let's make some moves so they did two things this week <laughs> number one is they announced they're gonna be doing some free games of their own um apparently they've done this before i think i missed it but it seems to me very similar to the epic games store model where you have like um an event for like a month where every day or every couple of days there's a new game you can download for free it's a way of getting people on the platform like every day mm-hmm. for a month mm-hmm. yeah so uh they're giving away 10 different games on playstation for free you don't even have to have ps plus which is a pretty good deal that is actually pretty uh, yeah i mean i guess giving it away for absolutely free is good it's just kind of sad that one of them is horizon which came out <laughs> <laughs> you know with the ps4 pro that should have been that should have been one of the classic games that they put out with all yeah those other i games, was surprised it um, wasn't for the ps5 yeah i yes. agree with that yeah yeah i mean this, this is the logical they probably should have done this before anyway and i think they know that and now that it's throwing this out um yeah. so uh, that starts on april 19th so for three days you'll be able to get zero dawn for free uh and then there's some others as well you'll be able to get res infinite which was a fun little game uh subnautica the witness uh astrobot rescue mission uh, paper beast <laughs> but the rest of them are actually psvr like uh enter the gungeon and thumper and moss which i will admit all three of those were actually pretty great vr games so thumper was thumper's exceptional thumper's I played, really good yeah, yeah i played thumper on uh what's it oculus which was really good it was crazy oh yeah man yeah yeah, build those neck muscles with that side to side. It's like uh, it's like when you get water in your at a pool. You try to like tilt your head to the side to shake it out. That's basically thump of the video game. Yeah. Um, so that's obviously a great move in the right direction. Is it enough to combat sixty new games on Game Pass PC? Of course not. No. So Sony's like, well, but we're gonna, we're gonna do something, yeah. guys. Uh, why don't we buy a fighting games tournament? <laughs> that ought to do it. That's gonna tip the scales right there. Buy a tournament, um, you- but not the games. I know. Were you guys into yeah. Evo? Do you ever watch it? No, not but, at all. I mean, like I, I, I've heard of it, yes, um, but have I ever like religiously watched it? The no. most I've been to Evo was, or into Evo was, I can't. Oh God, I can't remember what year it was, but it was the Street Fighter Three where uh, Daigo and Justin Wong were going off, and Daigo came back against Wong with the uh, Chun Li parry with Ken. I believe oh. that was Evo. Big. 
Man, yeah, Evo is just a fighting games tournament for those one in the loop that's been around forever. Uh, like, so it'll, you always go there, there'll always be like a Street Fighter tournament, there'll always be a Mortal Kombat tournament. Um, Smash Brothers has featured since the dawn of time as well. Mm-hmm. So now there's big questions about, well, what does this mean? Like, because if it's games that aren't available on the Sony platform, are they still willing to host it at the event? And when you look at the online event, which is set up for August so far, uh, at the moment, they've got Street Fighter V confirmed, Guilty Gear Strive, uh, sure, uh, Tekken 7 and Mortal Kombat 11, The Aftermath. Um, there's no mention so far of Smash Bros. Boo. So they're saying that... That is very They're saying that the tournament's still open to like different platform games. So they're saying that they still invited Smash Bros. Ultimate and Classic Melee. But I wonder if Nintendo looks at this and goes, is this the time we just have a Nintendo fighting tournament? And they do like this and Pokken tournament or whatever other crazy shit they want to throw in there. Yeah. Especially since they can implement it into their games, like into the actual inter- user interfaces of the game. Well, especially this year too, because I mean, it's the it's the year of online. Like, I mean, like in-person mm-hmm. tournaments are just not happening right now. So if you're just doing it from home yeah. on internet and Zoom anyway... Why not just host your own? Test it. See if there's a, a desire for this for you to have your own tournament. And uh, yeah. And then like if it's big enough, then just go, all right, well, let's just host this next year at fucking Super Mario Land, wherever that is. Yeah, well, Calmar mm-hmm. brings up a very good point. Nintendo hasn't very been very supportive of like the Smash Brothers competitive. Oh, they God, never no. liked the game like that. They never thought that that was the, how the game was supposed to be played. So mm-hmm. I don't know if they would actually then turn around and lean into... The, the competitive market for them this might be a like great now we no longer have to worry about this crap well especially because like the fans of old always like the older versions of smash like they always yeah. really rally against the newer versions and the purest in them say we're gonna be there with a fucking gamecube controller let's go you know yeah, yeah. um this one is better than i mean like this one is better with that yes. against melee but melee is still king but yeah, they purposely tried to make this one closer towards the balance of Melee because of that. Yeah. So, so Sony tried real hard this week, guys. Uh, but sadly, they still walk away with the participation trophy because Xbox walked in and said, hold my beanbag. You guys can just have Outriders on Xbox for free. Day one. How's that Walkers. sound? Yeah. Walkers. That's big. <laughs> That's yeah. a that's a you know depending on where you live. I mean, for an Australian, that's a, that's ninety dollars that I just cancelled on a pre order that I get to save now, and a way of me justifying to my wife buying an Xbox Series X. We're saying, well, yeah, sure, it costs hundreds of dollars, but I've already saved ninety, babe. <laughs> I mean, that's that's some shopping. Oh, yeah, hundred percent. So yeah. she should understand yeah. it. She yeah. can't get mad at it because that's the logic um, she brings into this all the time. Just that's like, but the, I saved exactly. two hundred dollars, babe. That's so, the yeah, kind of thing that spent except. Yeah, we we <laughs> we'd call that economics with me and my brother. Except yeah, ex- except this uh, this actually plays out like like you say it's going. Well, to, I'm actually going to run this uh, this year. So I right. have if you guys look at the bottom of the show notes for you two. I know that the people listening they're mm-hmm. like, "Why can't idiot?" So this is for you guys. <laughs> um, the <laughs> games that I'm playing on um, Game Pass from this year is basically if mm-hmm. I went to purchase them that day um, instead of mm-hmm. getting it on the day that I played it. So it doesn't necessarily mean on like a new game, but just when I played it, how much was that game on that platform? So for example, right. Hellblade obviously has been out for a while. Uh, when I went to look at it the other day, $43. The Medium, $80. Outriders, 90 So already I'm a couple hundred bucks ahead of the game. 
<laughs> yeah, that, that's that's the hilarious thing about it. Like, you don't even really have to do anything to know that this is like a way better value instantly. Yeah. Are you are you gonna subtract so, the fifteen a month for actually paying for Game Pass? Of course I am. <laughs> yes, at the end of the year, I'm not doing biased math. It's an honest representation, so we can actually demonstrate the value because it's funny how so many other ones are gonna go through like valleys and and troughs and uh, peaks because, as I was saying to you, though, they hooch. Like the value of the Ubisoft from October till January this year was exceptional because three massive games came out that I buried hours into that I got to play for, you know, basically one very small subscription. Mm -hmm. Now there's nothing really out that's in there new for quite some time other than the DLCs for Valhalla, which is probably the only thing keeping me involved because I want that Druids, man. (laughs) um i'm thinking about dropping it you know because it's very in and out there's nothing really being added that i want if i was still playing division i think it's probably another good reason to stay subbed but at this stage not so much yeah well we never got we never like picked up anybody to play division two although you got to the end game with division two didn't you uh pre-expansion pack one yes i think they're expansion pack two now and they're adding in like a completely new game mode towards the end of the year uh which i'm assuming is going to be you know battle royale so Uh, of course yeah Oh, yeah, why not? So just to clarify for everyone, yeah, it's it's 180 bucks um a year for a game pass mm-hmm. um, if you're spending it per month. So yeah, so those like, three games three, already three, three I've games. quote unquote made my money back. Yeah. I was gonna say just yeah, in those I mean three games. three games period, you're already ahead yeah, of the game. That's true. Isn't so, it nuts? Three games a year. Yeah. Yeah. It's so ev- so obvious that it's far better. Yeah, especially because the evolving yeah. nature of the Xbox one, like EA peaks and troughs, things like Ubisoft peaks and troughs, like it's gonna be you know, mm-hmm. there's going to be stuff that interests you. Then you'll drop in, you'll sub in, you'll sub out. And yeah, that's just the way it goes. But I'll tell you one program, folks, that you don't want to sub out of right now, if you're already a member, is GeForce Now, which is the NVIDIA version of all this, right? Oh, yeah. Don't do it. I thought you were about to go into an A&R plug. Right <laughs> <laughs> no, don't, don't, Even don't half the shit that we say, I'm surprised more people don't unsub. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, this is yeah, a weird yeah. move. So it's obviously in its early stages. Their model's a little bit different. We're talking to some of the guys off air that have actually used it. It seems to link into, basically you buy the game through Steam, but you mm-hmm. play it you know, via internet proxy on their high-end computers. So you can have like a really high-end Cyberpunk 2077 experience through your iPad. You know what I mean? Which is really, really cool concept. Um, yeah. But they're doing two things this month. One is doubling the price, which is a bold move given That's... just the dick swinging going on from uh, Microsoft right now. Yeah. Mm. That's huge. And number two is they've basically emailed out all their subscribers saying, okay, this is happening, but don't worry. You are subscribed first. It's all fine. But just so you know, if you ever miss a credit card payment or decide to unsub for a month, fuck you. You're going to go on the pricing of everyone else. And... They're giving preferential connections to their better quality machines to people on the higher subs. So the experience that these people are used to, if they, you know, for any reason unsub for a month or anything like that and they come back, they're going to pay double and maybe have less experience than they did previously. That's garbage. It's a bold choice. But I mean, have they even announced anything as a reasoning behind the price move, the change? Uh, They need monies. (laughs) <laughs> yeah i'm, I'm guessing those, it was all profit all, all, what's, what's what's going yeah. on they're not getting enough money from all those scalped uh you know oh it's hardware. not even scalping now have you seen some of the re-released like um prices rumors for the 2080 when they re-released that as a way of saying oh we know there's a 380 shortage that we definitely didn't create guys 
um, but we're going to charge you a shit ton more than we used to for the same card. Yeah. Like, there's no way that yeah. NVIDIA and um, ATI and that now are not just going to go, oh, you guys are happy paying for this? All right, let's 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 just make that the price then. Fuck it. Yeah, you know? exactly. It's, yeah. yeah, we all lose from that decision. Uh, yes. NVIDIA's always been one of my favorite companies because of like, you know, uh, when you're building your PCs or whatever, you know, it's the card I've always preferred. But I will say that like hearing their language over the last 12 months and the way they've designed things, the 3060 where they were saying, oh, this is the gaming one, guys. We're making it for you. You definitely can't Ethereum mine with it. Oh, sorry. We accidentally patched it in. So you can do that this week. <laughs> Shit. Sorry, boys. Yeah. Just really weird. Really weird choices. And just really scummy because they mm -hmm. know that they've got the toys. I think they're driving people to console now. I think that they'll potentially regret that in the long run. Yeah, well, uh, because yeah. the problem is that I rarely go with ATI cards because their performance just isn't as good as NVIDIA cards. Yeah. Visually, they look a little more, they look better. Like you, you get higher uh, colors. Your colors are a little bit brighter on your ATI cards typically, but their drivers are shit, the performance is shit, and you just, you're just more stable with GeForce cards. Yeah, uh, we'll have to wait and see how that all shakes out. But yeah, it's, it's a weird move in, if you want to try and get into this. I know that obviously it's a very different platform, but I mean, the fact that you are still technically buying your games through somewhere else, this is basically just like me renting a high-end computer for 10 bucks a month. I do see the value of that if the experience is flawless, but you must have to have some monstrous internet. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, if you're less than gigabit internet, what's the performance look like? yeah yeah i mean the the person that we know that played it he said that he doesn't have like a you know spectacular internet connection and it still played extremely well, well let's so. think about that though Who what's knows? the maximum output resolution on an ipad because that's the thing what 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 uh, these things push out is matched to your monitor like i think the way you enter it from what mm -hmm. i've read uh this morning is that it's going to match to what you've got so if you're streaming it through a 8k television you do have the option theoretically i don't think it's built in now but i mean theoretically you could do 8k right with high refresh rates if that's what Ooh. you spent on but if you're playing on a 720 1080 monitor that's all you're going to get out of it and that's all they need to run so you don't i mean most you know average gaming pcs can do that but that's that's again like what makes it kind of good mm. in, in that way because it can you know go to whatever you need it to be with a good efficiency well what i'm saying is that you need to own a high-end tv or pc monitor to really take advantage of this anyway mate oh to, to test yeah. it uh, or, okay, yeah yeah because otherwise you. a console yeah. is just significantly better value for yeah. this purpose yeah because that I mean, you can just play through any tv anyway like it's not a big deal yeah but i think the whole point of this one was specifically for the steam yeah. right Steam yeah. games. Oh, look, I think it's a great idea for sure. But I think that obviously, yeah, how you look at this, like how I'd love to see someone testing, a, you know, a 4K game at, let's say, 100 frames or something from one of these, because they're monster rigs they've got. They could do this. But how does that look at the other end? Like if you do have a 4K high refresh rate monitor, how is that experience? Does it, is it flawless? Like does it look exactly the same as if you had that tower under your desk? Or is there a lot of latency and lag combined to really make that experience feel a little bit less? Yeah, and if you have that latency, though, obviously it'll auto. Yeah, as you said, the, the experience will be not just in response time, but also yeah. in visual quality. Yeah, the response time, I think, is the bigger one. I had a lot of people who were playing, uh, I think it might have been Destiny on one of the first ones. It might have been Stadia when it first came out. We're talking mm -hmm. about how 
like if you've been playing it on PC before that and then you played it on Stadia, it just felt so like different and unresponsive in comparison. But then again, if you'd only ever played the Stadia version, would you ever feel that difference? No, you know. wouldn't. You would you would adapt to it. But then when you try to play it on like local, then you'd be like, whoa, this is what I've been missing? I got skills now, bro. Uh, yeah, exactly. You, actually, I think you'd be terrible for a little bit because you would have to get adjusted. And there's that point where you're like, oh, that's right. I'd have to lead that guy more before, but now I don't. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'd be more interested in it just for like the ability to do it on the phone or my that, know, like, yeah. iPad. That, but it, what's whatever. The, that, that's my big thing. That and the Steam and being from the what Steam does library. What the UI is the look like? Pluses, I see. Like, what does the UI look like for that? Like, how do it's you... okay. It's very, it's yeah. very Nvidia Shieldy. Uh, okay. Yeah, because it's not a bad thing. I mean, they've always had pretty clean interfaces. I mean, it's just yeah. what they do. Does it have controller support? Yeah. Uh, it has to. I think doesn't it? I mean, yeah. if you're playing Cyberpunk on an iPad. I'm yeah, sure you need a control. Yeah, well, who knows? <laughs> Touchscreen. Yeah. That's, Use that's one of those uh, Elon Musk brain link things. Oh, Jesus. That's <laughs> the next step, buddy. Yeah. Uh, now, I didn't realize PSVR was so deep into the making because everyone was sort of saying, oh, it's a project in the future. But we saw the new controllers this week, guys. Yeah. Yeah. I'm- they look good surprisingly like i'm glad they went away from the uh like light based it looks like um the whatever you call light based drumsticks the playstation move <laughs> the light based drumsticks yeah because they've been around since <laughs> yeah, ps3 it was those, like they it was literally are the same from ps3 those things yeah it's the yeah, same thing yeah yeah it's a shame because they're they're a shit. yeah they, they do look like a sex toy kind of though <laughs> they do i mean it's a very interesting sex toy but yeah 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 um but yeah this one looks like much more modernized and so i definitely like the look of it more that looks much more compelling to but we still don't have details as far as what the rest of the hardware is going to look like exactly so, yeah no but at least this shows us that i feel like they're taking it more seriously yeah. uh, and, and we also don't have a date on release or anything because i mean the question you have to ask yourself is right now you have some good options for vr mm-hmm. and do you do you throw some money at a, what's current or do you pause and wait because if we're not seeing this thing until 2022 mid to late 2022 then maybe you throw your lot in with a quest 2 now and then just see what happens yeah exactly yeah part of me hopes That's they some... two-tier it I, I really want them to have a basic budget easy access for console owners so they can have that ps vr like experience where mm-hmm. you are still playing vr it's not the greatest thing ever, but it's enough for you to understand and really be immersed into these worlds like the PSVR did. I thought it did a good job of that. Um, but I really would like them to see some kind of like crazy optimized headset that really gets the most out of the PS5 hardware that makes it um, a really good alternative to things like the Rift and the Oculus and the HTCs uh, as a way of saying, well, because of the hardware we have, Yes, our headset may be as expensive of those, but think of the PC you'd have to build to get the same processing power that we have, right? Or mm. the same optimization. Mm. Um, I don't think that'll be the case though, because of exactly what you were talking about, Hooch, earlier on a different point, is that most of these VR games are multi-platform. They're not necessarily built for one thing. Um, yeah. Sony does have a couple of PSVR studios now, so maybe they'll put out a couple of things. I mean, if they released a game that was exclusive to PSVR, like you might find there's just like a, you know, what if they had Horizon Zero Dawn VR? 
You know what I mean? That's going to be enough people to, for people to buy a PS5 and the headset. Yeah. Yeah, I, I will say, though, like, the the cost for the PSVR was, wasn't cheap, though. Like, it was Compared still, like... Compared to every other VR market like at a, the time, it was, like, what? less yeah. than uh, less than half. I think it was almost a third of the price. Yeah, and that that's the key. What, what were the prices of the other ones at? Because oh, the original ones, remember, like was only like HTC three, and so? Oculus. The the first wave the of those were crazy Oculus, expensive. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I remember the PSVR being it was like three hundred fifty. But the other two like were at least five. Expensive. Yeah. Mm, well, okay. when you added well, in yeah, all if, the if accessories, that you would get the equivalent yeah. of the PSVR. It was way more, and then of course you had to own a very high end gaming PC for the time. Because back yeah. then, like there was only a that, handful true, of yeah. cards, and they were stupidly expensive, um, just for VR optimization. And then a lot of the cards were incompatible too, so you had to buy very specifically. So the cost to barrier of entry for the PC versions of those was like uh, four or five times when you factored everything in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the fact that you're using it on a um, on a console as opposed to a high end computer is is a good point. yeah well it made it the lounge room thing like you saw a lot of people playing psvr with their families in their lounge rooms whereas now this is just going to be you're going to be in your nerd mm-hmm. dungeon office that's it because no one's bringing their well very few right. people are bringing out their whole pc rig so their friends can come over and sweat all over their uh headset <laughs> and they can give each no. other ocular herpes you know yeah no thank you, you keep yeah. your ocular herpes um yourself. i love the finger touch detection uh for your thumb index and middle fingers on this when it says you're not even touching buttons it just says there's little sensors underneath the surface that will detect where your fingers are at the time Mm. easier to flip the bird yeah um (laughs) they're increasing haptic feedback it sounds like probably more in line with the ps5 um i'm still on the fence about what i think about the haptic and pressure response feedback on the ps5 controllers because it's frustrating mm. when I'm playing a game, especially, I'm going to say it, FIFA, where my guy gets tired and I have to squeeze the freaking trigger even harder in order to get oh, him to run. It's annoying. It's annoying. Right. Yeah, I will say it's having played Avengers for so many hours and then coming back and playing the PS5 version with the haptic feedback on as Hawkeye. Um, mm-hmm. Something is weird about that too. I don't know if you noticed it. Um, like just running in that game, it's constantly firing off the haptic feedback in the controller. And then when you're firing, spamming the range stuff, hooch, it's like on the right trigger. But every now and again, my left trigger would actually freak the fuck out and would start doing its really? own thing. Yeah. It would oh, start God. vibrating for no reason. And I felt, I swear a couple of times it felt like it clicked itself. Yeah. <laughs> Yuck. That's terrible. Yeah. It was kind of strange. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The problem is it always feels like your controller is broken. Oh uh, yeah, so it, it actually does, but that's only because of years of use. I think if you came into this in this generation, it'd probably make a bit more sense. I think yeah, yeah. Returnal's going to be the game where it sells it to me or it doesn't. With the whole Ooh, like a multi-trigger levels that a semi-pull does this, but a full pull does that. Yeah, 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 yeah. They have ways to turn that off too. And no, of course. What? No, no, not for the in game. The, in the newer optimized games, they're bringing that sort of stuff in. Yeah. Yeah, but typically, if the if developer okay. wants to make it part of the game, you can't turn it off. Oh, okay. That yeah, I hope that they change that just in uh, case because that might be. Bad. I don't know. I I have to look to see. Oh wait, you know what? I think you're right. I think they do do it in. I can't, well, can't remember what game it was, but I did see it in one game. I guess I haven't just checked the settings enough for FIFA because maybe I'll just turn that crap off. 
Either way, man, those uh, controllers looking real pretty. Uh, this one for yeah. Hebrew's favorite company, Riot, uh, was in the news a lot for the wrong reasons there over the last couple of months. A lot of accusations yep. about wrongdoing, especially by the CEO of that company, uh, to the point that Alienware actually came out a couple of days ago and said, look, there's too much shenanigans. We feel like this is a bad company for culture and whatnot. So we're going to pull out sponsorship of the League of Legends tournaments. And within 48 hours, uh, he has been cleared of all wrongdoing. But I will say that does appear to be an internal uh, investigation. Yeah, I saw one that said internal, and then I saw another one that said that it was also cleared from an external. So, oh, is that right? and I don't, but I, uh, but I don't know what the external group was that did it. So I, I don't know what the deal is yet. But yes, one of them, which I think is the one that they're referring to in that article, is the internal one. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, either way, like if it internal one don't, doesn't mean that much, because um, that you know. Uh, the thing that they want to protect the most is probably just their reputation and clearing him and then maybe politely getting rid of him later on is probably the best way. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, I mean like this is not new news for riot. Unfortunately, Um, this has kind of been, they have, they supposedly have like a bit of a culture there that um, kind of was okay with that kind of attitude before. And now things are are changing Um, more on the managerial side than the, um, than the employee than the general employee side they're all because they're all very like typically very like progressive people and there was like they organized lots of of um things against that like they did several walkouts before i remember mm-hmm. um and they also did a big twitter campaign not too long ago where i remember me and it was whenever i was covering uh, legends of runeterra where like all of them like started talking shit about the company uh, one day after a big meeting but what I guess they weren't allowed to say exactly what happened, but something happened and literally everyone was super offended by it. So it was weird. But either way, that shows that there's something wrong internally there. Mm-hmm. And they say that they're going to be, you know, that they're trying to fix that and they're aware of it. And, you know, this is just steps towards that. But, um, yeah, we'll see. I'm, I'm not sure what your guys take on the on the company is, but. I mean, I'm a riot ride or die. So, I mean, I hope that the company fixes those issues. But game wise, I mean, I'm with them all the way. So, yeah, I mean, um, the class action lawsuit's still going though. So there is still a lot of ex employees still banding together. Um, yeah, that's what I mean. The employees, yeah. Are really, like, so the company wide walkout, and there was a big um, insider article done by Kotaku back in 2018 that exposed all the stuff that you were talking mm-hmm. about. Yeah, it was definitely a lot of people hated working there, and it was definitely bro culture to the yeah. next yeah so i hope that that stuff goes away that's for sure yeah what Um, about you hooch but i mean i'm kind of indifferent either way with riot i'm not i'm not like hey yeah i mean obviously if somebody did something they they need there needs to be a thorough investigation need to be held accountable so uh, that part Mm -hmm. of it right but i don't have any allegiance to riot to be to fall one way or the other i mean yeah, I could never stop loving them. I'm gonna love them to the <laughs> oh day. Oh my god! <laughs> like, honestly, until, until they, could they, murder, they could square murder Enix someone tomorrow. Um, lol, MMO, and then you'd be like, Ugh. they have too much. If they did, I mean, I'd be upset, but I still like. I would still play Riot, but I would be, I would be furious. I'm too, I'm too invested to be like. I'm, I'm if, way too If biased. they released no League way. of Legends MMO and it was in exactly a copy, carbon paste of Marvel's Avengers uh-huh. by Square Enix. You're saying you'd still be playing that now? Oh, 
I I honestly would because of wow. the IP. <laughs> I can Ooh. I can one hundred percent say that. You have no idea how much I love the League. Oh of no, now IP, we do. So. Now we do. Now we, we do. do. Yeah, too much apparently. Yeah, that's, that's, that's <laughs> I would still bit. I would still bitch about it though. I would still bitch about, it, but I would still play it. One hundred percent. I know myself. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. And then last story for the week, guys, is we saw the Dark Alliance trailer. Uh, which is D&D based, but it, by the looks of this trailer, has absolutely zero links to the old <laughs> Dark Alliance games. Yeah, this was such a different tone that I had to check to make sure that it was related, like actually endorsed by D&D, and sure enough, it yeah. was. And I was like, oh, <laughs> okay. So this must be their, like, you know, they're trying to get some attention from the from the new generation, I think. Um, that very fly in your face rebel kind of attitude that they have. Yeah. So I, I'm not. Yeah. I think I played one of the Dark Alliance games from a long time ago, like on the PS2 or something. Mm-hmm. But that was the last time I played it. I liked it. Uh, I just never, never got into the lore, into the story mm-hmm. of Dark Alliance. Mm-hmm. I've heard of the name. Was it Drizzt? Drizzt? Yes. Yeah. Drizzt. Yeah. I've heard yeah. of. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've I've heard of him before. I know there are some people that I that I've worked with in the past that are huge fans. I just it just wasn't yeah. anything that I got super into. I love I love the new take on it, so I'm I'm definitely gonna yeah. give it a shot. Well, it's basically like, like sounds really Destiny cool in a D and D actiony style game. That's eh. that's kind of the vibe. Yeah, works for me. Yeah, and it, and it's very. I mean, like it has like the very kind of um like I said like the fuck the rules kind of vibe to it so what made you say I'm, that I'm in, I'm in it. <laughs> the dark alliance yeah. isn't there even a legitimate scene where like they have like someone's flipping off someone and they're they censor it mm, probably I, I don't know i didn't get that vibe from it i think there's a lot more games that really are pushing the envelope unless there. i watched a totally different trailer <laughs> something yeah. like that but i, I it's funny you look at the really you look at the upcoming generation totally different very trailer. differently to what i do i don't see them as like rebels as like hardcore i see them rebels as in like they're just no. snowflakes <laughs> <laughs> that would fucking melt if the game wasn't what they wanted yeah well i think that it's more i think more my generation is like that the new new generation is I think we all come all through like thinking that. we're that generation. Like I know I did. Thinking no, I'm that so generation different. for sure. Oh, here we no, go. no, that's me for sure. Culture wars two one zero. There you go. But yeah, I'm, I'm gonna rewatch the trailer. But yeah, no, it looks uh, pretty fun. It looks you interesting. Know, you June twenty second release too. What's, what's What's funny is my generation is the parents of Hebrews generation. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so congratulations. Which have been rebranded as the, the, uh, the parents of disappointment. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because we were all You're we in, were all latchkey kids, so we all now we've gone the exact opposite direction. Now we're bulldozer parents, and we're not letting the kids experience anything. And now, as a result, they've grown up, and everything you know kind of irritates and triggers them. Yeah, I wouldn't say. So anyway, that was a video game podcast, guys. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, We're going to move on pretty quickly this week. I'm sorry it's so rushed, but there's so much to cover. And we're also going to be doing our 
uh, Justice League and also uh, Falcon Winter Soldier Breakdowns. So there'll be more episodes mm. this week as well. So plenty of content for you to all enjoy. If you have enjoyed what you've heard today, tell your friends about it. Rate and review on Apple Podcasts. And hey, if you want to join the crew, get into the behind the scenes, uh, including halfway through this podcast where I had to stop recording because my daughter fell off a chair. Uh, you can hear all of that over on Patreon, playing <laughs> the Patreon games every week to make us do dumb things on air. And yeah, keep the feedback coming over on discord.me forward slash ANR. That's been another week of gaming news. Thanks to Hooch. Hey, Gen X rules, baby. Thanks, Ebro. Millennial. Oh, I, <laughs> I don't even want to, I don't even sign off with my name to be associated with you two right now. All right. I'll be Chewmega84. We'll catch you guys next week. Cheers.